some of you may not know. He's known to be a some, some sorry sufferer. That's what they used to call him. But basically, he brought charismatism to West Africa. He's a Liberian preacher. And he used to wear all white and carry a cross. And he walked from Liberia to Ghana. Yes, uh, so I'm giving you a, a brief history because I did it. It was part of my history class. And you know how I say, I see in the realms of the spirit. He was the first person to ever be heard in West Africa. It is because of him the fire spread to Nigeria. Have you heard of uh, this movement? It's called, uh, oh, I've forgotten. They are, in Ghana, we call them some, some sorry, but in Nigeria, they call them something. Uh, uh, it, is, it is a Nigerian word. It means the praying people. Uh, they, they are forgotten. But there's, there's, it's a Nigerian word. Okay? Uh, Aladura. Have you heard of Aladura before? In Nigeria, it means the praying people. That is all it means. You get it. And these are men who started from there and entered into our, our ecosystem and brought Christianity, preached the gospel, healed the sick, raised the dead, did all kinds of things. Because by then, the, the African church, we were strong in black power. We were sacrificing our babies. Like the, the white woman who, who fought against the, the killing of twins. Basically, if they give birth to you and you are one, they believe that that is a proper human being. When they give birth to you, twins or triplets is a problem. They kill all of them. Or they choose one, they kill, then they leave one. Because in their natural mind, that is how a human being is supposed to come. But I'm sure after they read in the Bible, they found out that Esau and his brother Jacob were twins then they, they will now understand that God permits twins, even in scripture. Do you understand? Now this with Harris man is a Liberian. Basically, he returned from America as a slave. You know, when the people abolished slavery, some got tired. So they tried to ship some back. So they shipped some back to Liberia. Bagana didn't do her. So when they went back to Liberia, then that man was a Christian. He was born again. So the fire of the Holy Ghost that was in him. And don't forget, it is said that the Azusa Street Revival is the fire that he caught and brought to Africa. And that is the fire that spread from the Gambia across to Cameroon through Nigeria. So if you see me, it was, it was that fire. I mean, the Anglican Church was coming to Ghana, the Presbyterian, the Methodist, and even the Moravian movement, you know the Holy Ghost Fathers. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're born. They had a prayer chain, 100 years of prayer, 24 hours. So what it means is this. You will pray 24 hours. Another person will pray. Another person will pray. And it's a group of people. These are people who sold themselves as slaves. You know the slave ship is going. Then they heard that the blacks are dying. They don't have anything to do. They are dying, they are going to hell. So they sold themselves. When the people give them the money, they give the money to their wives and their children. That this money keep it forever. But we, we are going to die for the gospel. If you don't know, you find that kind of man in Ghana. 
he will not be married. Because the wife will leave him before he sells himself. <laughs> then they sold themselves. I'm trying to just bring the picture of what happened. And all these people, this man that walked from Liberia through to Nigeria, Ghana, and all these places. Now, what try from Hatuk Aswada? And those days, don't think about today. They didn't have streets. And those days, the wildlife was real. Elephants are in Ghana. Do you know that? How many of you know that there are elephants in Ghana? Uh -huh. There are hippos in Ghana. There are cheetahs in Ghana. And there are lions in Ghana. So imagine this man walking through the forest and he's coming. And he's just coming. With his staff. And there's a cross. So he is a symbol of Jesus Christ. He's wearing all white. Walking through the bush and he's coming. Then when he gets to a place, people are dying. He lays his hands on them. They come back to life. He starts a church there. He preaches to them. They catch the fire. Then he moves on. Praise the Lord. These are some of the things that happen. Now we have everything. With, I think we don't have an excuse. We don't have what? All these men. So um, if I look at it carefully now, I'm a product of this man. Do you understand? The, let me explain the reason why I say I'm a product of this man. For example, some of us came from Assemblies of God, Church of Pentecost, Roman Catholic, all those places. To a time, the power of the church was what sustained West Africa. It was not voodoo. Voodoo has never been able to sustain. In fact, voodoo made us evil. God brought light of Christianity to West Africa. Do you understand? It is true that Christianity came to Africa in the first century. And we carried it on into the sixth century which is 600 years but after that it died it died out do you understand what's happening when it died out then they needed to ship men in to come and now teach us christianity all over again so for example when he came he walked through ghana and went to nigeria ignited people there when the church of uh, christ apostolic founder was about to start he had to go to Aladura church to go and catch the fire to bring it to Ghana to start when he started then the white man called Makion joined him but he believed he was so powerful he doesn't take medicine do you get it so Makion got bit by our mosquitoes and he got malaria he want to take medicine the man said you can't follow me and do church with me and take medicine he to where he's coming from when you are sick you take medicine so that was the confusion between Church of Pentecost and Christ Apostolic Church. Do you understand? And then they split. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yes. This is the man. Have you seen what he's holding? He walked. The man literally walked. The Lord laid it on my heart strongly. Two weeks ago I was praying. He said, there's coming a season. You will enter your, your zone. And when you enter there, what you do is that you carry the prophetic and the evangelistic. You carry it out. That is why I called you to be an apostle. So that is what this man was. He went places teaching people, calling people by name. People they never know. So they thought, and you know those days, they were very, very <laughs> spiritual. So they thought that if he's able to mention your name, it must be a God that has come to you. For example, when Paul did the miracle in Athens, they said that the gods have come unto us. Paul and Barnabas. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
So I had to add that, considering that the thing went off. But the Aladura al al now is different. <coughs> Do you understand? Yes, they never, they never transform because, let me show you, if Babalola is Aladura, right? Because he's the praying people. People go to his mountain to go and pray and they catch strength. They are ignited. You know about it. People like uh, this man, Archbishop Benson Idahosa, came from him. How many people came from Archbishop Benson Idahosa? Witness Chapel. Mention it. Action Chapel in Ghana. Mention it. Dr. Mensah Otabel. Some people don't know. Let me mention. Perez Chapel. All the fathers in Ghana came from him. So, if you turn the equation around, this is grandfather, great-grandfather, grandfather, another great-grandfather, grandfather, 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 coming out to our fathers. Do you understand? And this is how it starts. It, start, it always starts with one man. If one man will go, you will see that people will begin to shine in the light. Praise the Lord. So, I think that next time, the Africa Day, the media will pray well. You see? And then they'll prepare well and then they'll come. So that what we call Friday prayer meeting because it is departmental meeting, Noah, you will come. They had a representative in two people, one person. Or your accountant, so yeah, into a basa or kavahaneha. But media, the one basa na, a attack. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Everybody clap for the media department. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So. God bless you. Uh, last week we started talking about demons, right? By the way, today we are going to eat. Yeah. I'm excited about eating. But today, today I feel like I should win. Oh. Oh, don't do that tomorrow. Oh, mama nyemesa. Okay, maybe me hoist in chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. You guys sang a song. Eh? That song is just, it said, I have the Father, I have the Son, I have the Holy Spirit. They have my back. They, I have to sing that song again. Uh, you have to sing that song again. Please sing before I begin to preach. I beg you. say, dear, you need it. You need it. And you fine, fine, say. Hallelujah. Gideon, eh? But not drums, Nichi, Naya, and Shadi, ABC. And it's over, Robbie, You can't be hearing a song like this and you are seated. And it's over, don't you call me? No. Ababa, Baumi, Lejo. I get back, you know. I know they walk alone. And it's over, Roku, come 
Take your seat in heavenly places. Daddy, we thank you for your word that never fails. Daddy, teach us, speak to us, direct us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Last week, I started speaking on demons and how to deal with them. And I spoke about the origin of demons. Where do demons come from? And I made you understand that demons are a squad of angels that were assigned to Lucifer. Lucifer is actually a good name. But the reason why people don't give Lucifer is because they don't know when it will turn into Satan. Uh -huh. So, that's, that's what the problem is. The problem is that nobody wants to associate with anything that has fallen. But the name Lucifer means the light bearer. The Bible says he's the angel, the cherub that covereth. He covereth the excellency of God or the glory of God. So, 
uh, in other words, I can say that he was meant to be the cherub that covered the covered the mercy seat. Do you understand? That was his original place. But Bibinti Ufiho. Now, this thing I'm talking about has to do with the fact that because he's the generator of lies, he was able to. The Bible says his tail, and I explained to you that a tail, any animal that has got a tail has a certain level of wisdom or cunningness, the ability to sway people or sway its prey. So the Bible says that, and the dragon drew one tenth of the one tenth of the angels in heaven with him. So Satan fell with the angels that were assigned to him. Why? Because he thought in his heart, I will become like God. I will ascend to the mountain of the Lord and I will sit in the midst of, con of the congregation. That place is not given to any other created being. It is given to the creator. Praise the Lord. So Satan conceived this bad thing in his heart. And so he was thrown down to uh, the earth. Now notice, I explained to you last week, when he was thrown down to the earth, the thing that happened was between Genesis 1 and Genesis 1 verse 2. Genesis 1 1. Genesis 1 verse 2. The Bible says, in the beginning, put it there, please, for me. Put it Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? Now, this word in the beginning, if in English it looks like it means that uh, when it started, no. This word created is not the word to make but it means to remold it means to do what so it tells us that in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void between the earth was without form and void before this earth became form and void it already existed and it is said that that is where dinosaurs lived do you understand but when he fell, he fell with such a strong force that the whole earth became. The earth was without form. It became formless and void. And darkness covered the face of, upon the deep. And the spirit of the Lord now moved in order to restore it. Do you understand? So when he fell, this darkness that we see, this void, and uh, that came upon the face of the earth, this chaos that came, was as a result of his fall. That's why Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Do you understand what is happening? I'm opening your eyes to the Bible. Please listen carefully. Now, when it happened that way, what happened was that now God was on a quest to restore man. But guess what? When I, sorry. God was on a quest to restore the earth and to put the devil in his proper place. So the thing that God made to spite the devil is you and I. The thing that God made to spite the devil is who? Auntie, it is like you have a child and or you have two kids, right? And one, you tell him, go and sweep your room. You say, I won't do it. Sweep your room. You say, I won't do it. Then you take his lunch money and give it to this one. Go and sweep his room. Then when they sweep their room, you take the money. In other words, you use that process to spite the one who said he won't clean the room. That's just an example. You understand? So Satan was on the earth. Now notice, when he fell on the earth, the Bible says that there was chaos. So the waters of the earth mixed with the waters of the heaven. So one of the things that God had to do was to bring clarity between the heavens and the earth. The waters of the earth are waters that can be held. But the waters of the heaven, they are vapor or they are gases. 
Do you understand? However, they are both waters. According to science, when vapor goes to the heavens, it condenses, becomes heavy, it falls back to the earth as what? But whilst it is climbing up, it is always gas. Right? Good. So with that being laid, we understand how Satan fell. He fell because of disobedience. And don't forget, Satan did, God did not make Satan evil. Satan generated evil in himself. And that is what made him evil. Do you get it? You understand it, right? Uh -huh. So we, let's get that straight. Then we can move on. Now, the second thing that we'll talk about, uh, the, the, the thing that I want to talk about today is that, is talk about the nature of demons. The what? Because it's very important. If you, if you are trying to fight somebody and you don't know his nature, you will not know how to deal with him. For example, I remember a guy was conducting deliverance and I was standing by and I was observing. And the guy said, Sensio mommy, Sensio mommy. And I was wondering why he needed water. Then he took the water and poured on the girl. And the girl started doing this. And the guy said, Nadi now, yes, sir. So, so you see, they, they, they dwell in certain habitations. You get it. And I want to talk about the nature of demons. And please, uh, some of you, by hearing this message alone, demons will start to fight you. The reason is because by the time I'm down, you know that they are nothing. That is the plan of this message. The plan is to render demons useless before you. Yes, 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 yes. So that by the time I'm done, no, you look at a demon and say, get out. Praise the Lord. Left to demons alone. Do you know why? Because some of the things I deal with, you have no idea. Sometimes I say, I want to tell the person that the person will know that the fact that you dress, come and come to sit here doesn't mean that there's no demon following your life. God will say, shut up. Shut up. That is why I make you do it. Do you understand? <laughs> now, I spoke about demons last. I said, demons have got an assignment. It is to stop God's agenda to destroy man. Do you remember? Good. And I told you last time that when people find themselves in hell, the thing that will shock them even the most is that a demon will stand there and laugh at you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Demons don't have a means of repentance. They cannot come to a place of saying, oh Lord, today I won't do, I, I change, I won't follow Satan again. No, 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 no. When they fail, but the strength, the power with which they fell, it was never to be retained. That fall was permanent. They are doomed for life. For eternity. So the plan of demons is to bring human beings to, with them to hell. And don't forget, hell shall be transported. Hell shall be transported into the lake of fire. So the hell that you see that people say, it is horrible, no? It is, the, it is the baby of punishment. Are you listening to me? Hell is, is like, it's like breadcrumbs of the bread. When you cut the bread and the crumbs fall on the table, no? 
sack crumbs on the table. That is how hell is. If they put the whole of hell into the lake of fire, that is where proper punishment will start. And the Lord did not design that for human beings. He designed that for demons, Satan and his angels. Do you understand? Now, the nature of demons, their sole ambition is to pervert, hinder, hurt, and destroy human beings. And you cannot say you don't know. Let me show you something. When people begin to, let's say, smoke, I'm, I'm bringing all those things up for you to have an idea. God made provisions for healing. He made provisions for repentance. He made provision for the resuscitation and reinstatement of his child or any, any human being who comes to him. He created the platform so that anyone who repents will be made anew. That one is settled. But any time the devil wants to destroy a human being, he starts with the person's own appetites. Praise the Lord. Do you know that there was a time that video games became popular? If you don't play Nintendo, if you don't play Game Boy, I used to have Game Boy. My friends would borrow my cartridge. I borrowed their cartridge. You finish a level, you go and buy another. Then it came to, is it Tekra? That's an old game. Then you move from that, then we came to Nintendo. We came to Nintendo 64. Then from 64, we came to PS. Then PS started, Sony started chopping the market. Then with the Xbox and all those things. There are people who are 50 years today, they still play game. There was an issue that was discussed. There is a woman. She is in the army in a certain nation. She, she is not married. She has never tried to manage a relationship. If you give her trouble, she pushes you away. In other words, you do know her trouble. The trouble is that you want to engage a conversation. You want to have a meaningful chat with her. She doesn't like it. They took a picture. She has installed screen from wall to wall. Wall action. One, two, three, four. And she has about six, seven consoles. She plays this one kakra. Then she moves your play kakra. Then she connects online. She's betting and playing. Now listen to me. I brought that one up because a lot of people don't know that some of the things that the enemy is doing against them is against their destiny and when they are going. They ask her, don't you want to be married? He said, no, I don't want to be. Why? He said, I've got games. There is a guy who played Grand Theft Auto. Do you know Grand, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, some of you know, some of you don't know. That game, I don't know what is in that game. Even jail is in that game. Eh? Some things are in that game I don't want to mention. I can't mention. Right? A guy was playing it and he was supposed to rob a bank or something. He played it high. He succeeded in robbing the bank. And he said he saw himself robbing the bank that same way. And he went out and tried it. <laughs> now, I'm just bringing you to understand the operations of demons, their nature. 
That is why there are things you cannot take as mere. Why is it that when you dream, you always see a certain creature and that, those creatures, you find them in movies? Why? You mean that the Lord cannot show you a proper angel. When the, an angel stands before you, know this is an angel. The glory, the beauty, the light. Every time you must have a dream, there's a creature. <laughs> creature. You see, you are being programmed by demons. I said number one. You see, if I use the, if I take the word pervert alone, there are people who have been perverted, Christians who have been perverted. Now let me show you something. In Christianity, half truth is not truth. When truth is coming and you water the truth down, it's not proper truth. For example, we believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ, but the Holy Ghost, dear, he left the church long ago. Where did he go to? Have you heard those ones before? You've heard it before. Uh huh. So, I'll come there. There are doctrines of demons that demons teach to churches. For example, a pastor is conducting deliverance. Pick up! Pick up! Fire! And the person falls. And the person begins to... How did you enter this body? Through the week. Through the week. Through the week. You say, how did you enter? This week we manufactured it under the sea. And which one? Every other week walking on the earth, we manufactured it under the sea. Hey, brother. Then he, it becomes a doctrine. Church, nobody should wear wig. Nobody should wear wig. If you wear wig, you are wearing wig from under the sea. Problem. You are. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see. Are you listening to me? That is, that, is the, that is the perversion of demons. They will bring you under certain levels and you'll be shocked. So there are certain pastors who say if you put lipstick, you are putting Jezebel's blood on your lips. Because Then he'll be preaching, thinking that he's doing something armor, only for him to fall one day by a girl who has lipstick on. He'll be kissing the lipstick and he himself will have Jezebel's blood on his lips and he doesn't know. They make an the and say, You see, the perversion of demons are such that if he knows that you must get, you must get 500 million Ghana City, if he's able to make you get 450, he's happy. What it means is that by all means, he's taking something from you. I teach pastors. This course, I teach pastors. I taught them uh, the, the, one day, then a guy said, you have opened my eyes. My church, that's, he declared, he said, my church will never be the same again. Then I was going and I saw a demon in front of the road. I was driving like the demon was standing there. Angry. Why are you liberating the guy's mind? Because you know, apparently he come from the church. His, his ancestral, <laughs> his father's father. They come from the church where they wear the white you. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so when he finally came into Christianity, the thing still worries his mind. He is not fully liberated. That's why I, I told you. When the devil is able to deceive you, small b, he succeeded. So I want you to listen carefully. Their sole ambition is to pervert, is to hinder, is to hurt or destroy human beings. They never sleep or slumber. <laughs> I'm talking to, to you about their nature. They never do what? 
In fact, the Bible says that they prowl in the dark. That is, this is what it means. Uh, they are actively alive when, the, when it is dark. And let me tell you one amazing thing. They are more familiar with us than we are with them. Yesterday, now I was asking me a question. How do they operate? I say it's easy. They see everything you do. You can't see everything they do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. People have, have gotten witchcraft through handshake. People have gotten witchcraft through food. People have gotten through... Somebody will just stand and look in, into your face. Or transfer signal. Or the network. No, <laughs> Do you understand? Now, we'll come to a place where you'll fi you find the strength in Christ. How to deal with them. But I have to show you their nature so that you know how they are. The Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against... The wiles of the enemy. I'm talking about Ephesians 6 verse 11. Ephesians 6 verse 11. Are we learning something? Now, this word wiles means tricks. So the nature of demons are trickery. They use tricks. In other words, they know that. Can I show you one amazing thing? One force that God gave to the natural man, which demons, if unless they possess somebody, they don't have control over you, is your own will. They can tell you, drink this blood. You tell them, me, I will never drink this blood. That is all. They can't do anything to you. Go and fornicate. You tell them, no, I won't fornicate. They can never do anything to you. But when you are possessed by a demon, you, you don't have a say, I won't go, won't go ever. <laughs> do you understand? You understand possession? I'll come there. When somebody is possessed, they move before, they do it before their senses work. So you hear somebody, oh, somebody has a spirit of anger. Oh, I, before I noticed, I spoke before, I realized, and I started regretting. The demon move you. Their nature is tricks. Can you give me another version? Something that will open our eyes to see. wiles of the devil. <laughs> I like the way this one put it. It calls it what? Strategy. When somebody has to use strategy, it means that the road is not clear all the time. Do you understand? If, if somebody has to come to you and they have to sit down and think and plan before they come to you, it means that without planning, they can fail. So the Bible says that he has strategies. He comes to you by strategies. And the nature of demons is to use stra. Never forget the word is stra. Stra. Say stra. Uh -huh. The time with this, we be with the talk. It be stra. If you don't get stra, the thing will beat you. It be stra for use. If you soak the gar, you go put for the sun. If you put the gar on the sun, then you cover it. Everybody know knows that that gari belongs to you. Then you go to the gobe seller. When you buy the gobe, they tell you you want pepper. It be the stew be that. So, as the gari did the sand top, it turned eba. It be what? Yeah. Thank you. You see, you forget that because, because sometimes you for manage the system. <laughs> so, if you don't know this try, you may not be able to implement it. 
If you go to school, try it. Eh? Yeah. Now they see we are so. It is you know why then. It will be. By the time you go and buy the beans and the pepper and you come, it has become like this. Then you level it. That is all. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Daddy, I won't catch up. She won't catch up. Can you imagine? I won't catch up. Or ketchup, epe mayonnaise. Someone in Bakwa make a no hassle. I don't tell anything. Praise the Lord. So the enemy uses strategy, and so if he does not use strategy against you, he cannot beat you. What he means is that you are not mere, you are not common. So even the devil, before he approaches you, he has to. Adenti na ujuin se obi owa obako kodi kuno. The devil will fashion a fine, fair woman that even though you don't like, the girl naturally likes you. You see what that guy said? Your family people want to kill you. Say me, I'm a lover boy. It is a plan. It's a straw. It's a what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I say you have to know because he cannot come to, I'm repeating it. When the devil wants to fight you, he'll never come and say, hey, I'm the devil. No. He will use tricks, plan, wickedness. He will go down, 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 comb around you. Look carefully. Listen, I can tell you something. The devil doesn't mind stay around you eight years before he pounces. Why? Because he must look for the right time, the right opportunity, and the right means. What he shows that he is very, very strategic. Good. The next point I'll put across is 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of the what? Devices. The word devices means schemes, purposes. The word scheme is, is a structure. The word scheme means a well thought out plan. Can you give me another version? Amplified or something. So he puts it in, in place where he's able to come against you, not keke, but he comes in a plan form. To keep Satan from getting the advantage over us. For we are not ignorant of his wiles and intentions. This one doesn't do justice. Uh -huh. So that Satan will not outsmart us. For we are, for we are familiar with his evil word. That's what to scheme. Is to sit down to plan properly. So he, don't forget. The nature of demons is that they are planners. They can plan. They can plan. Now, don't forget last week I said something to you. That the devil cannot attack human beings. Except he uses another human being to attack a human being. So anytime you are attacking a human being, take your time and ask, am I doing the work of God? I'm doing the, de the devil's work. Hallelujah. 
Do you, do you understand? I fight you. I show you. Okay. Okay, we're here. After you are done doing all of that, sit down and assess. Did I just do the work of righteousness or I carried out evil works? So he's got schemes. He's a planner. He's got purposes. When he, he puts his purpose, be sure. Do you know that some people, the only thing they cannot handle is freedom. Anytime they have freedom, in their mind, they think that it is time for me to do foolish things. No. No. So most of the time, the devil will put you in a place of freedom. When you now have that freedom, then you begin to fool, thinking that you have your right of action. No. You are defeating yourself by the schemes that the enemy has put in place, and you are implementing it for him. That's what it is. Now, these two verses that I quoted earlier, the Ephesians 6, 11, and the 2 Corinthians 2, which is on the board right now, these two verses indicate that our adversary, he uses tricks, strategies, wiles, schemes, purposes, and devices. He uses what? Devices. I would like to talk about devices small. Sometimes, what are the devices of the enemy? You know that on the internet, you can find all kinds of knowledge. Good ones. The same way. I feel like YouTube is actually a good teacher. If you see it as a teacher. But you can also find horrible things on the internet. Do you know that people are joining occult on the internet? So, the internet, instead of it becoming a device for good, the devil is using it as a device of evil. So, we must be sharp. We must know what the enemy is doing. If not... Praise the Lord. Are you getting what is happening? Good. All, all are designed to hurt mankind. All these things, they are designed to hurt mankind. The Bible implores us not to be ignorant of our enemy. Here is a brief description of our enemy. And I'm going to go into details with it. Hallelujah. But before I move on, I want you to remember that he's got tricks. He's got schemes. He's got purposes. He's got devices. He's got strategies. He's got strategies. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some of the strategies that he will make your boss, maybe he wants you to be fired, but you don't know. Then he will make your boss leave his money on your table. Do you get it? Your boss will leave money on the table. Then you pocket it. Where do your boss in here? Eh? And your plan, no, no. It is a device. Uh -huh. It is a scheme. Before you notice, you are looking for another job. Number one. The okay, I'm continuing. So they've got schemes, they've got plans. Now, the next one I'll talk about, I didn't, know, I didn't number it here, so let me just go on. Just as humans have got personalities, Demons have personalities and they will make you what they are if you yield to them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Have you seen a demon of anger before? If, if you see a demon of anger in the realms of the spirit, you will never want to be angry again. 
That demon walks about with a heavy face. So, the Bible says, be angry but sin not. Which means your anger can lead to sin. Why is that so? Because it's an emotion. Basically, the, sometimes the way by which you can defeat the enemy is by demonstrating holy anger against the enemy. Do you understand? For example, he touches your daughter or your son and you get angry in your spirit. Like our sister's testimony, when the enemy came after your mother, you got angry and you said, no, this thing will not happen here. So the anger was against the demon and he left. You get it? Good. That anger, no. When you begin to show it against human beings, your brother, your sister, your family members, you are carrying out the devices of that demon. And I'm saying that demons have got personalities. If you yield yourself to them, they will make you what they are. Praise the Lord. Mm. So you see somebody is jealous. They don't know that they have the demon of jealousy. Let's go to Numbers chapter 5 verse 14. Numbers 5 14. Wherever I get with this message, I'll stop and then I'll continue because I don't want to rush it. I rather want you to have full understanding of the adversary and know how to deal with demons. And the spirit of jealousy came upon him and he be jealous of his wife and she be defiled. Or if the spirit of jealousy came come upon him and he be jealous of his wife, and she be not defiled. Now, this is a story where the Bible says that if, for example, a man thinks that his wife has cheated on him and he, she's infl he's inflamed with anger and jealousy and everything, he said, go to the temple. Now, you see the outer, the outer court, you know, one, two, three, outer court, holy and holy of holies, where they sacrifice the animals, which is the outer court. He said, when you get there, the water that they used to wash themselves, it is there. He said, fetch some. Fetch that water. Give it to her. Let her drink. If she truly cheated on her husband, in between her ties will begin to rot. It is scripture. <laughs> and if she's innocent, the man is supposed to beg and recompense her for accusing her falsely. And a public <laughs> Hmm. Listen. In fact, if you look at jealousy well, well, eh, no human being is supposed to jealous. Because I'm teaching you what is right here. The Bible calls the jealousy of God holy jealousy. He's the only one who can jealous properly. Now, the word jealousy is different from the word greed. Greed means it, it's something that belongs to someone and you want it. You are greedy. Or something that is supposed to be for you and somebody and you want to keep all. You are greedy. But jealousy is something that is already yours. And, is, and you are losing it and it is hurting you. Uh -huh. He says that when it happens that way, Noah, he says you cannot be jealous because anytime you become jealous, the thing that follows is evil. Because you feel like you are losing the thing. So when you are losing the thing, it hurts your heart. The only person who can jealous rightly is God. I, the Lord, your God, I am a jealous. <laughs> he, because why? His jealousy is to love. <laughs> so, when devils want to attack you, they will put their emotions in you. So, somebody is there, 
I don't want to forgive. I don't want to. I am angry. The way he has hurt me. Even if, even if, even if, even if, even if, then the heart is beating and they collapse. Come. They pour water on them. Then they wake them up again. I will forgive. I will. Hey, Rade. They pour water on the person. They raise the person up. Then the person. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Then they explain the whole issue. Ah, me fashion, me collapse again. Come. Praise the Lord. Listen, you are carrying out the nature of demons. I just want to tell you. Now, I come to a place of telling you. Be, I'll, I'll, I'll take my time to teach you. Listen, there's, there's a place where demons cannot possess Christians. No, because your spirit is born again. Do you understand? They can't possess you. But they can influence you. So, there are demonic influences and there's demonic possession. When you see a babalao, he's possessed. When you see a madman, he's possessed. That one is possession. But when it comes to a Christian, you cannot be possessed because your spirit is refined by God's spirit. Do you understand? Good. The next thing I'll talk about is this. Matthew 12, 43. Matthew 12, 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. What does he say? Let's move to the next one. Continue. Then it say, I will return to the person I came from. <laughs> so it returns and finds the former home empty, swept and in order. Uh -huh. You see, I told you they have schemes. They have plans. You remember? What does he do? Does he come to occupy straight away? That is organization. Ah. You see, that is why if you enter a church and there is no organization, know that demons are fighting that church. That is why the first thing I, I did here was to restructure everything and reorder everyone because it was a field for demons to play out. And I noticed that the more I tried, the more I was fought. And I, I had to hire a man who say, listen, me go wait in one home. And I'm a reshuffle BBR. You don't know. Because what is happening is this. Even demons know. When they leave a host, they leave a human being. And they come back and the human being has swept their room. Everything is clean. They don't just jump to come. No. They go back, go and inform another seven demons. Bro, sister, there is a territory. Last time, the guy took me out. But if the other seven of you join me to go and be in the guy, he cannot take us out easily. Do you understand what's happening here? So look at it. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds the former home empty, swept, and in order. Eh? Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil. It means that evil are in grades. Another nature of demons is this. The devil of homosexuality cannot be compared to the demon of murder. The level of criminality and wickedness, it was stages. prison cry or condemn Do you understand what's happening? I say, demons, they are orderly. 
They don't break their ranks. You are in the choir. You want to be, you want to be head over your choir, madam. Because you cannot adhere to order. Get out. Get out. Let order play. You are a demon practitioner. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Do, no, do you understand me? We are all going left. You say, are going right. We are all going center. You say, no. I say center. I, center we are going. What do you want in life? Demon practitioner. Listen to me. I'm talking to you about God. I'm talking to you about how to defeat demons. Any man who is orderly, one of the things demon cannot deal with is an orderly man. They, they know that you are schemed as they are. They can't beat you. Then the spirit finds seven other more evil than itself. And they all enter the person and live there. And look at something. What is their purpose? And so the, person's, the person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. And I think we are in that generation. Praise the Lord. Are you learning something this morning? See, what I'm teaching you, it will help you for the rest of your life. So notice something. In this thing, this scripture that we read, look at something. Somebody will contact the spirit of lust. Like, like, let me tell you something. Let me show you how sexual sins graduate. If the spirit of lust has not entered you, fornication has no place in you. Are you listening to me? I say, if lust has not what? Fornication knows that the door has never been opened to him. And that is the scheme and order by which they flow. So the first spirit that will enter, for example, if the spirit of greed has not entered you, there is no way the spirit of stealing will enter you. Burglary, arm robbery, oh, emba omo. Drug abuse, emba omo. But notice, anytime the spirit of lust enters, the next thing that follows is fornication, sexual sins. By the time you notice, the one that you have told yourself, lie, lie, this one I'll never commit, I'll never do. You are there doing it. Why? Because you open the door for the spirit of what? Lust. And so, if you don't shut the door to the spirit of lust, that is, it is like a door that opens other demons up to your life. And do you know how it comes? It is subtle. Because most of those tricky demons, they don't start giddy giddy. They start mildly. Boko. Oh, me nyoshi. He's preparing the door for the big ones to flow and enter in. Praise Jesus. So you find out that the first one is last. The next one we see is homosexuality and it is common in our days today. The next one we see is hypnotism. <laughs> I'll come there. I'll, I'll talk on all these things. Uncleanliness. Confusion. And let me show you something. One of the demons the Lord showed me that is happening in this generation. I saw a child, class 6. The child cannot concentrate. I asked why. The Holy Spirit said, ask the father, have you bought him a phone? He said, yes. I asked, have you checked how he used the phone? Father said, oh no. So I called him. I said, hey. I called him. I said, I said, I said, I said, Gallery, 
or his key no, or her board no, but I didn't yet say pane dear. Her teacher, sir, in his mind, he's undressing the teacher. Six year old, six. I remember that that the judge was sharing with you. He said he went to a pastor's house to go and pray for the the pastor and the son or something, and they brought the son to him, and he started talking to the son. He picked something, and the son confessed to him. His father's bookshop, uh, book study, study the library. There are CDs in there. There are three hundred pornographic CDs. He his father thinks it's a message, so he takes the message out and he puts. The pornographic CDs. There are 300 CDs. He has watched all. I said, demons don't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong. They use strategy. They know the strength of the believer. They know what it means to carry that light of God which is on you. So they'll do everything to pervert, to stop you from functioning in your light. Like one of the things that I prayed about, Lord, may I not look at another woman like I look at my wife. May I not consider another woman like I consider my wife. No. 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 Do you know why? Do you know why? Because it is a door for the enemy to use. Now, let me give you a, a free bonus. If you find out that somebody has got sexual sins in their lives, what, and they are a, a preacher of the gospel, what it means is that they have a great ministry, a very, very strong ministry, and it is very, very confrontational. So that some of the, the abilities they carry in the spirit, they can't see themselves, but the devil can see them, and the devil fights them in advance. Do you understand? Good. Rimeno, shiketen, diliba, sumete, diliba, sugede, belose. Ramu, feminios, and delegra, subetan, diligo, siketeba. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Why is it that people are confused? The, the, I mean, when we were young, we played outside, we played chelisa, we played soccer. We jump over our neighbor's fence. The dog will chase us. It is adrenaline that we dive back into our house. You didn't do some? Ah, eh. No, we chase one way. We're not. No, we're near G. Say, say, we're going to call this uncle. Debbie. Open iPhone. Praise the Lord. And so, when you look at where we are going, the confusion is very. And I'll come there. Please, as parents, before you take your child to a school, pray. Pray. When I, set, when I step out as a man of God, the Lord said to me, before you bring anybody into your house, ask me. <laughs> so I thought, I thought, when I got to a level, I thought, mia, mia, mia. but my issue is this. The Lord told me, your ministry is confrontational. Be careful the people you invite into your world. Because the way I live my life is very different. Listen, I can be in my house two weeks, three weeks, one month. I'm okay. I don't have a problem. If not, that something has to make me move. I'm there. I'm there. I'm okay. I can be praying till night. I don't have a problem. I'm okay. If I get food, it just has to be plenty food. That's all. 
That is all. I'm okay. Hey, banku, then give me plenty. Then I'm go. What is here? A man of God. The Lord told him the same thing. Also, <laughs> he said, "Okay." They carried his child to Winneba. A demon was whispering into the child, his firstborn. The girl is around 13, 14 years. She sat in the Winnebaka. He said, the voice told me, apparently the auntie was in the village, controlling, <laughs> remote control. So the girl entered, stole the, man, the pastor's money, entered the bus, entered Kaneshi, was at Winneba. The man was praying. He said, driver, Messi Waha. Or say, ah, bus stop, you know, bus stop, you know. Or say, Messi Waha. Was carrying the pastor's son on the Winneba road, crossed the road, sat in another car, came back to to Kaneshi and drop the child at the junction. And the Lord told him, Your son is at the junction. Drew on the banijina, a collaborative four years. Ojina, or friend papa daddy. And the papa tam the covie. I'm talking about you see. I want you to open your eyes to understand that because of your greatness, when the devil is fighting you, he has no mercy. He's very strategic. Haven't you seen? Sometimes you see a picture of a sick person and you begin to cry. You see, when that person is sick, the devil is jubilating. More wicked demons, they are the ones doing that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'll stop here. I want to stop here. Because their nature is there, uh, plenty. So I'll talk about it next week. Madam, brother, when you are there and you feel like something is passing through your throat and you hear chilled beer, Chilled wine, chilled beer, chilled wine. Ch Ask yourself, which can't chill thing? What is that chill thing you want? Shut up your mouth. Tell the, tell the spirit, shut up. Here, we don't drink wine, we don't drink beer. This body is the Holy Ghost temple. Then you say, okay, you, if you don't drink beer, beer is, the bottle is too big. This one, if you throw one, it finish. So, there was a term in my time, we they go through, I don't know if it's still there, what it means is that the whiskey, the gin, that one you can't sip it, so you have to throw it. You throw it into your throat. So with the go throw come. So they throw, they throw alcohol. <laughs> so when you begin to drink, Noah, or the guy calls your phone, and you know that anytime this guy calls you, you sin. Get thee behind me, Satan. Put it in your pocket. In fact, that they say something you've never don't call my line again you devil if you say it you will not call you again because you see when he, you would think that you are speaking to the person no there's a spirit that pro prompted the person call her also weakness no call her no okay oh hello sweetie about what you're saying no one na the same koto because praise the lord eh? I said, I said, don't when because the devil will whisper, but do not give him the chance. Because he wants you to carry out his nature. Now, one of the things the Lord shocked me about ministry with, he told me, if you don't pray and you are not strong in the spirit, you carry on the weakness of the people you are pastoring. Oh. <laughs> so you find out that somebody comes to the church and the person is struggling with masturbation, and then you stand there, you look at the person, or the person has got last. You've been seeing this girl pass your front every day. You've never had any feeling before. But all of a sudden, you look at the person, you say, hey, this person, have you noticed that the person is beautiful? It's the demon of last. He's whispering words to you. Hey, this person is beautiful. Hey, I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> you go your way. I won't watch. 
I, I know go what because you see, and don't forget, I started by telling you that one thing that demons cannot stop a believer from is to tell them, No, I won't do it. When you tell them, you shatter them. Praise the Lord. 